Welcome to the Brain Boggled Podcast, where we take your brain <laughs> and we put it inside of a backpack. Back to this bit, and we oh, run no. down the street about two miles down the road. See, do a backflip, come back, open the backpack, throw it up in the air, do a backflip again. 360 gainer yes into a gainer oh my god when i was when i was a young a young lad um no, with, i was a with, young wart lad yeah with you my uh, too, Bobby. with my little brother and my cousin um we thought gainers were like the coolest things ever oh. um because you got to dude they are the coolest things ever um I was going to say that you're back to that bit that well, the, we did one time. The reason that we're back to the bit is because I was doing the new brain cartoon on the, uh, or yeah. the brain tune. Those are, those are wanted, dope, by the way. You Thanks, wanted Brent. to animate one of these things that you did? Well, no, I, I was doing the Mandela Effect episode, and that's how we started it. And oh, I was like, do we do the bit? I kind of liked that bit. I'm going to bring it back today. <laughs> Well, because there was one time where we, for the listeners, where we sat down off pod and Bobby was like, I want to do this new opening bit where... I was hoping you'd forget um, about that. <laughs> where where we just, where we mm-hmm. like, we say, oh, today on brain, we take your brain and then I just say something crazy. Um, <laughs> you make it sound like I'm really lame. And I, because, the, because the bit is lame. I don't like it. Bobby had a PowerPoint and everything. Yeah, I had a... <laughs> My my counter uh, to that bit was instead of doing that, we say "Welcome to Brain Boggled," where we talk about and then say some random topic, but and then we say, "But today, where we say where we talk about that, but today we're gonna go a little bit off script and we're gonna talk about this instead." Oh, interesting. Like I wanted to do it where we t- where we talk. It's like oh, welcome to Brain Boggled, where today we talk about the impact that oak trees have on the United States economy. But uh, today we're going to go a little off script and we're going to talk about the placebo yeah, effect. On today's, hey, listen, welcome to the Brain Boggle Podcast, the official podcast of vintage wines from the year 1945 <laughs> yeah. to 1957. But we're going to go a little off track today and try something okay. a little different. That's the this best version. I like this. That's... We've worked it. We've uh, workshop. See that, like when we when I like when somebody makes a bad joke, sometimes we'll go, "Okay, we'll workshop it." We we literally workshop that on the show. Yeah. yeah, and that was a good um, segue, but, Jack. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. We actually are talking about the uh, placebo effect. Mm, um, so maybe. my favorite I... new metal band from the early two uh, thousands, <laughs> the placebo. <laughs> Um, oh god! I don't. I think oh that was god. a band, Placebo. I don't I'm know. looking at it. Probably, it probably is. It has to be. There's no way it's not. <laughs> it's there's simply no way. Um, I am your uh janky J because <laughs> the notes I have for this episode are wicked janky. Oh, uh, that's that, good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I wish I thought of something. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, I am your. Um, b- belated at coming up with a letter to introduce myself as B Brent. Okay. I, okay. Okay. I am your Brian Molko, B Bobby, and that's the the guitar player who is the lead guitar oh, player placebo. in the band Placebo. Okay. <laughs> Hell yes, nice. that's sick. Um, Way to bring it back. Yes, good stuff. Yeah. So today we're talking about, if you hadn't gathered already, we're talking about the 
placebo effect. Um, so what do uh, what do you guys know about the about the placebo effect? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I I don't know if I can say I know a ton about it. I'm familiar with the general concepts of like you know you sort of like tricking yourself or being tricked into thinking something works for a certain benefit when it's not that that's probably the least coherent and elegant way to explain it but yeah it's like (laughs) (laughs) something like that where basically your mind sort of like tricks itself into like achieving the desired effect of something even if the thing that you're doing or taking doesn't actually necessarily produce that you know, like I always think of it, like say, like in like a drug trial. You know, you have your group that the people who actually take the drug, and then you have your placebo group, and then sometimes people within the placebo group will have some sort of benefit because they believe they're taking the drug, and mm. so they believe they're going to have a benefit. So I guess that's the general gist that I got. I yeah, I could be off, or there could be way more to it. I'm sure there is, but that's generally, I guess, what I think it is. Mm. That's very scientific of you, Brent. The one thing that I know about the placebo effect is that someone at some point in time was addicted to sugar pills. I hope. Because that'd be pretty crazy. I mean, wait. if by sugar pills you mean Mike and Ike's, that's me. And yes, I <laughs> Wait, wait. I think, I think what Bobby says is he had a friend who was addicted to drugs, in quotation marks, and those drugs ended up being fake. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not what I was saying. I'm just saying, like, at some point in time, someone out there must have been addicted to sugar pills. Due Wait, to is, the this effect. is this no, you? Effect? Is this you? No, no, it's not I'm me. Actually, I'm actually, like, it's like, it's, it's I know Eugene it sounded Harrifer. like I was implying that it's something I'm, I've lived through, but no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh. I was trying to be um. slampy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, basically, Brent is, Brent is basically correct. So the general, the general definition of a placebo effect it Brent was just like blessing up you guys missed it yeah, yeah. um giving big ups to the big guy in the sky yeah, yeah. <laughs> the biggest b the biggest b what if he, does he has his name is god has no b in it we don't know god's god. name uh, there's a there's a silent b in front of the j of genova or uh, <laughs> J- whatever Jehovah? what's his name Gob yeah, is. Um, I just. I literally just said the name of a Final Fantasy VII thing. That's how Brent. indoctrinated into Final Fantasy VII I am right now. Okay, well, to Genova. be fair, doesn't Final <laughs> Fantasy have a lot of like? You. Know, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the memes have gotten a resurgence. I assume because of the Final Fantasy VII remake. But, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But there were. There's been a ton of memes I've seen that are like, "Welcome to a JRPG. Let's go kill God." Um, <laughs> what? For those who don't know, a JRPG is, just means Japanese RPG, um, and they have a few like stylistic things that specifically make them different um, mm-hmm. than like a Western typical, RPG. But like yeah. for some Which reason, role playing game by the way. Yeah, yeah, role playing <laughs> game. For some reason, JRPGs. The final boss is like like the final hidden boss. Usually, is always God. It's always <laughs> like God in some form for some reason. Yeah, I, I would say Final Fantasy VII doesn't necessarily have exactly that. They have more a character who wants to make himself God. Mm. So um, playing with God. Yeah, playing yeah. with... Yeah, it, it, it's, you know... It's it, in it, the general It's a lot. Thing. Final Fantasy anyway, VII is a lot. <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with the placebo effect, but... <laughs> no. So, the definition that I found was any sham medication or procedure 
designed to be void of any known therapeutic value. Mm. And what that basically means is um, any treatment that doesn't do anything, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, so like Bobby was saying before, so the most common things to use as placebos are pills. Um, it's usually just like a sugar pill or something that you'll take. Um, injections are another common one. And surprisingly, I don't know if this happens too much anymore, um, but mock surgeries, in all the research that I kept doing, mock surgeries kept popping up. Mm. Um, and so, what? like, I don't know if that means that they that they just put them under and then act as if they did a surgery or if I they... I hope that's what it is. Right. I mean, imagine, like, well, let's cut them open and put some stuffing in and... No, you, well, you wouldn't put you you wouldn't you wouldn't put stuffing in. You would just cut them open, so that they would have the scars. We're gonna, proof. we're gonna take your appendix out and put it right back. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how far the the fake surgeries went, but like apparently, even fake surgeries have been shown to. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit later about how um, about what qualifies as a placebo in a okay. bit. Um, but right. placebo. The actual word comes from um, the Latin phrase meaning "I shall be pleasing," um, and the history. Why is that funny to me? <laughs> it is. It is. That's like, it, that's like. Is that your pickup line? That's my middle name. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. I'm thinking it's like role play. You know, you're like talking about role play. It's like. Hey, honey, hmm? I shall be pleasing tonight. <laughs> yeah, if it, I think it's because the phrasing is so funny. If it was just I will please, like, that's like, all right, well, that's just a phrase. But, like, I shall be pleasing is so weird. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, and it, it, it has this weird history where, like, there was this rank in the church that would, um, like, who whose job it was to like oversee funerals. Um, and these people would always, um, these people would always come into funerals pretending to know the deceased in order to get free food. Mm -hmm. This is in like, this is in like the 18th century, like the 17, 16, 1700s. Yeah, um, the original wedding crashers. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so like Will Ferrell and like yeah. a pilgrim's outfit yeah. walking in. Basically. Yeah. And so these the 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 this position in the church would refer to these people as placebos um because they would like oftentimes kiss up a lot mm -hmm. to the people there mm -hmm. so that they wouldn't get kicked out um to get the food. Uh, so that was the first like use of the word placebo, basically, and that's yeah, and that's right. and that's where we come from. And so it comes from, and so like we get it because that person, you know, was was pretending to be nice mm -hmm. and pretending to care when they actually don't. That's the little tie into the uh, to the actual uh, thing. So now, <sighs> placebo is basically mind over matter. Um, it's basically the human brain. Believing something happening and then it and then doing it itself mm -hmm. just because it thought it happened. Um, it's a little bit like manifesting. Yeah. Almost. We've talked about manifesting before and we'll probably talk more about it as we go deeper into some of the topics we want to discuss using placebo. But um, basically what what placebos can do is is basically anything that you want them to do. 
right? Mm -hmm. All you do is you give a person a pill or whatever, a placebo, and you say, this is going to help reduce your pain. And um, then the human brain is like, oh, it's going to happen. So it does happen. Um, and that's basically all we know. I wonder if any of it has has to do with like um, sort of human evolution and um, how, you know, we talked sort of about how help pretending to like help someone works for them in a way. I wonder if like pretending to care is our human psychological way of sort of creating our own world where we, we feel like people do care. So it's like helps us get through things easier in a way, even if the person doesn't actually care. Yeah, that could be part of it. Um, kind of dark. Yeah, but. it would be interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, possibly. It, 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 it's hard to tell because there is like there's nothing really like when you analyze the brain and stuff, there's nothing like that's really linked too closely mm-hmm. to um, the placebo effect. Um, but what it actually can do, the main things that, that, that the placebo effect is used in is, um, pain as a painkiller. So the actual effect has been known since the 17, um, since the 17, late 17, early 1800s, um, where that was when, when the documented use of a placebo in, um, in terms of treatment came up. Um, and so they would use the word placebo to mean any treatment that was the tr- treatment that was only used to please the patient, but not actually help cure anything. Essentially, mm. um, so like a like a massage, you know, would right. be they would oh, refer to as a placebo. So it couldn't even yeah. it could even be something that the patient knew wasn't like legitimately a cure. Yeah, it was it was it was um, a phrase used in anything for any sort of treatment, quote unquote treatment that was in t- that's intended purpose was to comfort the patient not to heal them. Mm. Um so it, so the, it would also entail giving them a glass of water saying there's painkillers in it. Um like that would also they, they they did do a little bit of that, but it didn't really rise in medical prominence until a World War II field field surgeon named Henry Beecher. Um, so, as I said, he was a battlefield surgeon, and near the end of the war, uh, supplies were obviously running very thin, especially on morphine. Um, and so, when you're out on the battlefield and somebody gets their leg blown off, mm-hmm. you need like if you don't deal with that right there, that person's going to die. Yeah. You know? So if for, for, for listeners and, and possibly co-hosts who don't know, um, <clears throat> in world war one and two, they would like medics literally just had like syringes full of like of morphine that they would just inject people with when they got injured and then perform surgery like right there. Um, like on the battlefield. Yeah. Well, they would, you know, not, you know, in the trenches on the freaking line, but like away in, in the medical or something. Tent. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be. They would, didn't have time to take him to a hospital or anything, mm-hmm. obviously. So he was starting to run out of morphine by the end of the war. Uh, so what he started doing was injecting saline, telling soldiers that it was morphine, um, because he found that like soldiers would be like, "I need morphine, I need morphine, blah blah." I need like a painkiller, and every time he would say like, "I don't have any," blah, they would obviously just get more and more upset. So he just started saying, "Yeah, here's." Um, here's, you know, morphine, even though it was just saline, Mm. um, just to get them to stop 
complaining. But he found that soldiers would say, like, almost immediately would talk about how much better the pain is and how much more bearable the pain is once they've had the saline injected into them. That's why. So he was like, huh, this is why uh why did i didn't even put any morphine in you why are you guys getting having painkillers so he did a few studies of his own and reviewed a bunch of other publicized studies um and in 1955 he published a work that he had written where he cited specifically 15 different studies um of medicines and other and other medical research um that could have benefited from the use of what he called the placebo um so up until 1955, um, medical trials wouldn't use placebos. Um, they would just have, Wait, I you guess... You say 1955? Yeah, 1955. Wow. That's a, I'm just surprised that's at that um, well, recent I, that they only started using yeah. that. Yeah. I, won't say, I won't say never, but um, it wasn't like he very much popularized uh, the use. Gotcha. Of that, yeah, 1955. Well, um, I mean, when you think about how like like penicillin was discovered like only a hundred years ago, which is like yeah. insane. Yeah, that that's always crazy <laughs> to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you think about how far medicine has come since then, even. But yeah. um, we could do we could do a whole freaking episode on this. Would be such a hard episode, but um, and I don't even know if we'd be able to analyze it properly until like the end of it, but. Like how insane is the exponential growth of technology? Oh my god! I like know. I think I this is this is one of the things that I think about all the time. But all you can ever do is think on it. Yeah, because, because like, like it's like ten years ago, you know, we we're, we yeah. look back and it's like, uh, ugh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like hey. That made like, no sense. For, for, for example, like you guys grew up probably with cell phones when you were in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a cell phone until I was in college. That's so weird. <laughs> I, that is so crazy. I spent my entire adolescence without a cell phone. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I used to have to call people on the landline. Oh. And you would have to like go like walk into like the kitchen and like with the cord and everything. So you could like have a private <laughs> yeah. conversation. It was super yeah. awkward. Like think wow. about how long it took. Like you think about computers, you know, Think, think about I, think, the history of computers from like 1950 to 2000. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. You, you think about how we went from no computers to, you know, 2000, there's a computer in what, like half of every household, yeah. maybe by the 2000. Not even 50 years later, everyone had, like, I'm sitting in front of freaking um, two computer screens yeah. on my desk. I have, I have three computers, four computers, five if you count the ones on Harry's desk. I have five computers within 10 feet of me. Like, when like, I was, yeah. like, 10, I used to play Pajama Sam, this, like, little CD-ROM game. I used to play Pajama Sam <laughs> so game. much. Oh, man, it was so good. But did, you I, have, did you have um, uh, uh, Putt-Putt as well? I had Putt-Putt, Save Zuzu, <laughs> and Freddy the Fish. I had all the games, and I, I had them on finished, this yeah. giant, like, desktop computer that barely ran them. I remember every time I put the CD in, it would just go, and now I have all of them on this, and I'm holding up an iPad. It's like a piece of paper. And that's everything. That's insane. That's pretty crazy. Like when I Brent probably remembers dial-up internet. Yeah. 
I had dial-up internet through all of high school and part of college. Oh my god, friend. Honestly, I had, I, I had AOL, my guys. America was online in those days. America the bleeps and bloops online. and the zeros and ones were real. Also, I had a Commodore 64. That was my first computer. I had to put in floppy disks oh. and type in the code into MS-DOS <laughs> to run games. Oh, like my God. Floppy disk. Brent, you had to learn how to use DOS. Oh, my That's God. Crazy. No wonder yeah, you're so good Bobby, at, like, coding and stuff. Yeah, no, Bobby and stuff will see me on the computer and be like, hold on, I got to figure out what's going on with the uh, internet. And I used to go in, like, to open command prompt and, like, type in, like, IP config. <laughs> like, tell me what's going on with the, the IP address IP on this config. computer. <laughs> it looks like gibberish to me. I'm like, Brent, why are you on an old 50s computer? That's so funny. Dude, I love that. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like Uncle Brent's hacking the system. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wait. It's so sick, dude. If you guys didn't yeah. know, Brent's really old. Brent's wicked old. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, like in his like, 90s in. or something. Yes. Brent is, no joke, but Brent is more than 10 years older than me. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Twelve yeah. years, I think. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I think right? you're twelve. Yeah, you're twelve oh, years yeah. older than me, which is funny because I have I have um, friends who are still in high school. So I have I like am friends with kids who are like five years younger than me. So mm-hmm. Brent is like Brent was an adult when when my other friends were born. That's so weird to think. Yeah. I never think it's about weird. that, but it's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. It, when I think about it too much, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm a little closer even, to you, Brent. I'm a little closer. What were yeah, we even you're, talking You're not about. quite as bad. I, well, we were talking about how I was just really surprised at how recent it is. Oh, that how the recent it effect yeah, was being yeah, yeah. used in actual research. I would assume it would have been around much longer than that or oh. more prevalent for much longer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 1955 is when it... Um, help help gauge is when he uh was like hey this stuff can uh this stuff could probably help uh with the research because now mm. um because i guess before medications were just tested against against nothing <laughs> like yeah, yeah. is it effective against is it effective against people who have this disease or whatever you're trying to treat who over the same amount of time has had nothing to them you know obviously mm, I, right. I don't know why i'm explaining it um but now your uh, your medication only gets proven if it's tested effective against a placebo effect in mm. someone. Um, so that's right. just an because you have to rule thing. that out. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Think about that. Like, like if you, but what if you created a cure for something with the placebo effect, and you just didn't tell? Well, well the funny thing anyone. is, is is um, you don't actually have to keep it hidden. Um, there is a form called an honest placebo, mm-hmm. and some things that are honest placebos, um, when like told, like I could give Brent a painkiller and be like, "This will, this will, this will help, this will help your your back pain, you old man." Um, <laughs> I do have back pain. <laughs> oh man! Also, by the way, it's a hundred percent fake and will not work. Where when Brent takes mm-hmm. it, he will still feel pain relief, That's as crazy. if he as if he was unknown. In the placebo, which is which, like, forget about how they like the people don't scientists don't know how the placebo effect works regularly. Mm-hmm. Think about how much more complicated it must be when a placebo effect works when the person is explicitly told that it is a placebo. Yeah, that's a whole right. other like, level. 
Like that level, like I had always known, I like, I'm like, oh yeah, obviously the brain is more complex than anyone understands. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, it is way more complex yeah. than anyone understands. Maybe it's like, as simple how, as like an authority figure, someone who like you trust telling you this will help is yeah. enough to, to make your brain go, this will help. Well, um, uh, this is actually probably a good time to uh, talk about that. There are certain theories um, that say that just the fact, just the act of going to the doctors is enough is, is, is a placebo effect in itself that will help you um, that will help you feel better. Uh, people think that there's the theories are around the basis of because with the expectation of going to the doctors, you're expected to get better. Yeah. Um, you do via placebo effect weirdly, um, which is really like real that like that is really interesting too. Cause it's like how much of that is like your, how much of that is like base instinct from a brain, like interpreting, you know, our day to day life as base instinct and realizing that that's something good that will help me. Well, I have a one I have one idea sort of about this that that could maybe relate back to like very basic human instincts and like yeah. You know, they they've proven that stress can actually cause physical ailments of some kind. Like if you're stressed yeah. out, you can get a stress headache or you can mm-hmm. uh worsen something that you are like you could have a worse fever than you would have had if you're Yeah, like, and that's out. like that's purely from thought. Right. And so like maybe right. If you're like going to the doctors, that could relieve a little bit of stress that you may have had, like underlying thinking, oh, I'm really stressed out that I'm going to die. At least now I know that if I'm going to get sick or maybe close to death, at least I'm at a doctor's office. You know, the best place I could be. And that could take away some of the stress. Dude, it's kind of right. like um, laughter is the best medicine. Oh, in a way. yeah. Like the positive thoughts actually create a positive change in your body mm. um i forgot oh, right. to say there that are actual um chemical things that happen too like when you get stressed or when you're happy you yeah. know your, your brain releases different uh, um different chemicals like um mm-hmm. when you're you know with stress the stress hormone i believe is like cortisol and um i believe one other one that actually have like corrosive effects in the body yeah. and stuff and then, yeah. like, when you're happy, your body releases, you know, like, serotonin and dopamine and things mm. like that. So it, that, that, that totally tracks to me. Mm. Um, um, something that I forgot to say in the beginning definition of placebo, mm-hmm. which is, um, was um, when we had talked about purely for the comfort, uh, uh, the uh, the 1700s, definition where before pre pre uh pre beecher was that placebo <laughs> treatments specifically um treat symptoms but don't cure the disease and there's like right. there's a big difference between like yeah like if you like you taking painkillers you know for a broken arm you know treats symptoms but it doesn't but like taking painkillers doesn't you know accelerate how how fast your arm heals so it's mainly um, just mind medicine at the end of the day, yeah. like it's not actually yeah. going to heal a, a wound, but it'll help heal your yeah, is, is, pain tolerance, I guess. That's what that's what the, that specific little piece 
um, really helped me like consider then is like, are some placebos actually not placebos? Because yeah. if it, um, if it, you know, like stops a headache, you know, aren't you treating the thing? Mm. You know, or, or maybe, I mean, the headache right. probably could also be a symptom of It could something. be like a really loose definition, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, uh, so one thing I've been thinking about, so is, um, does this make pot a placebo? No, because pot has a measured chemical response. Okay. Right, yeah. Well, if a placebo, like a sugar pill, like all you're getting is sugar, which doesn't necessarily have any measurable um yeah i mean sugar chemical does. effect on like pain receptors or stuff if yeah, anything yeah. like sugar like makes your body more um acidic mm-hmm. and would like you would think would actually potentially make those sort of things worse in some ways yeah or but, um, or whatever it does you would know like what sugar does chemically and you can ignore mm-hmm. that in your results um, yeah, yeah yeah but uh something that is um interesting about the power or like how effective a placebo is mm-hmm. um there's a few there's a few different uh different th- theories beyond this um so the studies have shown that children have a greater uh reaction to placebos than adults do um oh, really? and even though honest placebos do work, placebos are found to be more effective when the person is fully unaware that it is a placebo. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the other the other factors are the symptoms that the person's actually experiencing, um, and yeah, those are those are the like the basic things that make it um, that make your reaction stronger. Which uh, again, the children being more susceptible to placebos on adults you would think that it has to do with like your just your basic forethought you know like because mm. children you know are are like either more believable or just no less in general than adults right yeah that, that tracks for me i because i feel like as a kid like you kind of like trust that everything adults tell you is true you yeah, know yeah. yeah generally speaking so like if an adult's telling you like, oh this you take this and your stomach's gonna feel better mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah like, i don't you would have no reason to disbelieve them you know when i was yeah. a kid i i used to get stomach aches a lot just from like anxiety and and um i had like the separation anxiety with my parents so mm-hmm. i would i would go to the nurses like every single day like pretty much an hour after school started and she would always give me a snow, like an ice ball from her fridge. She had a freezer with like a little snowball in it. <laughs> like an ice ball? An or ice, like... like it was like snow. It was like, it was a snowball <laughs> pretty much. Okay. Okay. It was like harder, okay. harder than a snowball. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was somewhere between a snow what? and an ice ball. It's like someone made a snowball and then put it in the freezer. Right. And so now it's hard oh, as a rock. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. And so she used to give me this like ball. And make me hold it. And she's like, that'll, that'll make you feel better. And it, it did. It, like, worked. Like, it always made my stomach ache, like, go away. And, it you know, there's obviously no relation between your hand being cold and your stomach hurting. But I think because it was, like, anxiety-induced, it, it was, like, to me, it was a cure when I was a kid. That's a, that's a, that's a damn good nurse. It's also probably, like, <laughs> taking your mind off of whatever is making you anxious, and you're probably more focused on, like, the cold in your hand. Mm. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, a good like, point. 
it takes the your like mental processes away from like the thing that's like making you feel sick which is your anxiety mm, and then yeah. focusing it on a more physical tangible thing of a cold thing in your hand that's a really that's actually really interesting that's a really good point yeah yeah i wonder if that maybe i should do that next time i get a stomach kick i'll just get an ice cube put it in my hand and yeah. see what happens you know i wonder how much that relates to acupuncture and and like similar treatments to that because um, oh for sure yeah, because yeah we don't know if like acupuncture is like has a legitimate um like yeah. medical um alternative sure. medicine type things i th- i feel like they've all like all of it's got to be placebo effect or at least in some way yeah like it has to be it has to be like there's no way that because Otherwise, why would anyone say like, "Oh, it 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 makes me feel better"? You know, I do it, wonder. Like, I, I think. It. I mean, obviously, this is a whole episode in itself: Western medicine and, and Eastern medicine, and and um, <laughs> in Southern and Northern, Southern and Northern medicine. <laughs> no, all the medicine, Southern medicine, the Southern medicine. Get out of here! That's the Southern, Southern medicine. We're traveling, we're traveling from the Southern medicine tribe. So I, like, just watched, I just watched all of Avatar again. Oh, nice. Me too. Yeah. Very good. Um, I'm waiting until it comes to Netflix. So yeah, I, I own it. it for the so first I was, time. Yeah, I own it. So it was like I need to. I, I my thought was I need to rewatch it before everyone else is, so that I'm ahead of them with the <laughs> re knowledge. Dude, I literally. I I mean, I've watched it like three times this year already, and Zach D keeps yelling at me. He's like, "Stop watching it! Like right now, just wait for it to go on Netflix." I'm like, "I already have. No. It. I can't y- stop yeah, watching if you already- it." Yeah, since I because I I had like watched it a, a, a few times when I had bought it, but I hadn't watched it in a long time. Mm. And then I was like, it was coming to Netflix. I was like, oh, I should watch it while other people can't. So I like kind of get value from it. <laughs> so you can be lower the nerds. Yeah, well, no, not even so that I can be lower to the nerds, just so I can feel like I I got value superior. out of the product. No, I got you. <laughs> no, no, no. Superior friend, uh, <laughs> but also a little bit superior. Lord of the Nerd. So, so I do the, feel good. Going back it. to the to the uh, you know traditional medicines topic, mm-hmm. I've been doing this thing. I think I told you about it, Brent. Um, it's in my yes, room here, yeah. but it's it's kind of like far away. I'm not gonna go get it. Uh, it's called <laughs> Gashwa or Gashwa Gashwa. People pronounce it differently. But basically, what? it's related to um, it's related to. Well, I can't think of the. Like, like the suction cupping thing yeah, or whatever? Yeah, cupping. 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 Yeah, it's just called cupping. It's related to cupping Acu- and acupuncture and basically like that style. But it's it's like a metal blade almost, but it's not too sharp. It's like um, somewhere between um, like a knife <laughs> and just a, I just like, got really squeamish. What are you describing? Oh, it? hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Someone, someone riff. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, me and Bobby were talking about this the other day because, um, again, we've established I'm an old man and my body hurts constantly. For me, like, the the, the thing that I do that's, like, um, kind of in this vein is chiropractor. Yeah. Um, I, I get alignments done every once in a while, and it works for me. Whether or not it's, like, legit, I don't know. Like, yeah. I've heard kind of mixed things. On, like, some people think, like, chiropractor, it, chiropractor. Wait, chiropractic? Is that like the, the science of chiropractic? Probably chiropractic. Yeah. A, chi- a chiropract? <laughs> a chiropract. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I've heard like some people say that that's like in the same sort of grouping as like an acupuncture. I don't know. It works for me. 
Yeah, I've definitely I definitely heard that. I can't tell you whether or not it's like actual science or not. It's, you know, hard to say. But um, yeah, you were saying, Bobby, about your thing here now that you have it yes. in front of us. So basically it's called Gashua, or that's what I call it at least. And it's basically this like metal tool. And oh, it's like not sharp. There's different versions of it. Um, it's pretty smooth, but it's like it does uh, come to like a sort of point. It's like, and, a, dull, it's like a butter knife. Yeah, it's it's like a little less sharp than a butter knife. And like it comes with this oil, which is essentially like uh, just olive oil. oil, just olive oil. And you put it <laughs> and you put the oil on the spot that that hurts and you use this and you basically rub it from in one direction and you kind of scrape your skin. And I've had like an issue where my rib cages for the last like four years from doing dumb flips and stuff in high school. Um, yeah, the backpack flip thing, like that was a real story. I I, mm. I did flips a lot. It was really dumb. And I, I never actually successfully landed one. That's why it was stupid. Because I tried to learn how to flip, but it, it never worked. And so I like really messed up my rib cage. And so the, the fascia buildup and the scar tissues that's like, occurring between my ribs is really bad and i wake up sometimes with like this like searing pain and so i'm like for years i've been trying to find something to like soothe the pain and you know i went to the chiropractor and and my chiropractor was like oh yeah this is going to take like a long time to fix basically you just have scar tissue and we got to like work it out of your body and break it up and so i found this on youtube it was actually chiropractor who was (laughs) using it and you you rub it on your skin and you scrape your skin and it like bruises really bad. So it like draws Ugh. out blood that's like trapped in <laughs> this is making me uncomfortable. I'll I'll actually send you a picture when I'm done talking about it, but it's pretty crazy how badly like bruised you look. Like it looks like you you were like <laughs> actually beat up by someone. And so the first time I did it on that area of my ribs, it like bruised so bad and it was just looked horrible and I let it heal and then two weeks later I did it again and there was like no bruising because I got all of like the the trapped blood out the first time and no no joke it has felt so much better I have been able to like sleep better when I wake up there's no pain and I don't know if it's placebo or not but like something's happening and I'm gonna keep doing it but it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. no. I'll that send you a picture crazy. of the bruising because it's pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you showed me before on oh, your I'm arm. Exci- it reminded me when I used to play yeah. hockey and would abuse our bodies in stupid ways for game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am, yeah, I'm a soft, gentle boy. I never did contact sports. Yeah. Or crazy flips. Um, right. But, uh... Yeah, what the heck were we talking about before that? Oh, moral of the story is don't abuse your body <laughs> when you're younger because you will pay for it later. Yeah. Well, we kind of were talking um, about acupuncture and like what what oh, different parts of the medical field yeah, because are actually different, different um, placebo. Uh, we I mentioned before how the saline um, that he that uh, Beecher was telling his soldiers was morphine actually helped cause the, uh, them deal with their pain. It helped them deal with their pain. Um. Right. So that's been later shown that the brain will actually release what is called 
endogenous opiates or opioids, um, mm. which are also known as endorphins, um, which are basically endogenous means inside the brain, um, and opiates mean heroin. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's just that your brain will release different hormones um, like adrenaline or um uh other endorphins that i didn't write the name down i can't feel yeah, like a dopamine or yeah whatever, dopamine you know? dopamine dopamine which is just completely crazy that there is a lit just painkillers <laughs> as strong as there's painkillers as strong as freaking morphine in your brain that your brain can just release that we can't we can't control that we need to gain 100 we need to control it we imagine limitless <laughs> Like Bradley Cooper, it, yes, yes. It, it really, it really shows that. No, like, not maybe Bradley Cooper, mind limitless. Over matter. Maybe that like discount limitless. I'm trying to go on with my freaking <laughs> thoughts, and you Sorry. guys are talking about Bradley freaking Cooper. <laughs> limitless. It was also, wasn't it? Lucy didn't Lucy get 100 percent of whole brain? Yes. Limitless That's was true. what was the difference between limitless and it was a pill? Lucy it was had a, Morgan Freeman, so that was the difference. Didn't limitless. <laughs> It seems like a Morgan Freeman movie, dude. Limitless was wild. He was like, "This is your," he's like, "This is your brain on," and there was like the in the pan, the frying egg. Oh uh, yeah, it took me long enough to say frying egg, but um, <laughs> yeah, it used to be like those old like PSA ads. They're like, "This is your brain on drugs or whatever." Is that who is that? Whoa, whoa, yeah, that is the Gashwa treatment. Uh, is that you? Me. That's not me. But that's pretty oh. much what it looks like. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I'll delete it now. <laughs> I hate it. Um, um, yeah. But there's just there's 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 freaking morphine in your brain that we you can't access unless you eat a fake pill or something. There's also um the last thing that I the last like topic that I have before I guess we freestyle mm-hmm. is um is uh. There's this thing called a nocebo, which you I was think gonna ask is, you about that. Yeah, yeah. You think a you think it's just placebo anglicized to have no in front of it, yeah. but nocebo actually um, comes from the Latin phrase meaning "I shall be harming." <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so it's actually not just nonsense. But I thought a nocebo was when you took nothing and then something happened. Um, but it's when you take nothing and then you have symptoms of bad stuff. So it's the opposite of a placebo. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like some like weird like MAGA Twitter hashtag. Like, no, that's why I say no SIBO to the plus SIBO. <laughs> like, shut yeah. Up. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, no, 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 no SIBO is when you would like if if in a clinical trial people had in this uh, placebo, you know, people who were given the placebo in the in the trials. That's what I meant. Um, they, if they had like, if they all started dying, then that yeah. would be a nocebo. That would be bad. Which so would what be if bad. what if we did an no experiment point, no. though, right? Where it's a placebo. Is it still a placebo if it's if it has negative effects? Like, let's say you. No, that's a nocebo. No, that's a nocebo. We just established that, Rob. But what if it was on purpose? <laughs> what do you mean if it was on purpose? What if your goal was to give someone a headache? No, no, no. So, Bobby, a nocebo is when is when a fake treatment is given that mm-hmm. produces bad.
bad results. So what you're describing is, like is a, a no side effect. Yeah, but it's, it's still like a, a nocebo though is still nothing. It's still it's, like a it's sugar still, pill. It's still in, okay. Yeah, yeah. The only difference they're both sugar pills. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. One creates a positive reaction, whether intended or not, and one creates mm-hmm. a negative reaction, whether intended or not. So, so with so, a nocebo, it's more about the person. Yeah. So response. you so 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 you have you have a sebo right when you <laughs> yeah. you have a sebo and you give it you give it to a test group. If it's good, it's a placebo. If it's bad, it's a nocebo. Okay, okay. That's so weird to me. Like, I, I can, I understand why, like, you would go in. So, like, I'm just wondering, like, is that, I mean, then the mental state of the person who's taking the SIBO is that they think something bad is going to happen to them from taking the drug. And so that's what produces yeah. the negative yeah. side effect. I guess so. So you just got a regular old negative Nancy up yeah. in here in the clinical trial fucking it up for everybody. Yeah, but then but but <laughs> but, but the but the question is how much of that negative Nancy is active I don't like this thought and how much of it is way deep I I always think that ancestral knowledge is deep in there but it could be like right here you know what I mean right I don't think it is though but like ancestral knowledge way deep in the brain I would you go know? like Carl Jung now yeah well not shit. even Jungian I'm talking Darwinian like yeah. I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking like generations that little seed yeah. that we have in the center that was like planted there from our freaking Neanderthal ancestors our that incest. grows into why we hate why we hate fire and pointy stick you know what I mean yeah right so strange although like, some would um, argue that we love fire those are Listen, so, weird people <laughs> some people some men just want to watch the world burn you know <laughs> Um, well, I was watching an interesting like thing the other day on on Disney Plus. It was really weird. It was like Mandalorian human origins show or something. And yeah, it's called ta- Hannah Montana. There was a huge <laughs> ass turkey in my backyard right now. Right, oh, that's, that, that was so, that was pretty good, man. So, <laughs> so there's this like really obnoxious guy talking about like fire, and he's like, humans love fire because. We used to gather around fire because it was a, a necessary part of living. We told stories. We shared blood. We blah, 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 we gave food and blah, 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 blah. And his argument was like, why do we still have fires? Because it's not necessary anymore. So because humans love fires. It is, he was like, we still have them. So why are we doing that? It's because it's in our brains that we love fire and we need to be around the fire. So yeah, there's that. That's, That's pretty funny. good. I lost my that train of thought weird... when I saw the turkey. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I, I say that weirdly reminded me of Ancient Aliens, but in a very different oh. way. I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't know if you guys saw this thing going around of the people basically like shimming like an Easter Island style statue thing like into place just using ropes. Oh, oh. yeah, to show them the show you, that could be done. Because you know how like those shows are always like. Well, how did these get here? Yeah. Aliens, of course. Yeah. Like, Aliens. But then it's, it was just like a bunch of nerds with like a rope tied around the top <laughs> of the head. Rope. Just like on opposite sides, just like waddling it and just like moving uh, it around and stuff. And they're like, oh, look, all you need is a rope and you can totally move this thing. It's not even that hard. Yeah, or like Stonehenge, like um, like there is people. <laughs> there's, there's some Irish dude doing it in his goddamn backyard. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, I wanted a, I wanted a hobby, so I'm moving I'm moving stones. It's so cool, <laughs> like, that, that, like, you know, human engineering, we can, like, figure that stuff out. 
Yeah, yeah, that has nothing to do with placebo effect. I just thought that your impression there just reminded me of the aliens, dude. <laughs> that was much more that nauseous, thing. Trust well, me. well, that's basically gotcha. all of the like information that I have about the uh, about the placebo, placebo effect. Mm, yeah. Explosivo. Oh uh, yeah, explosivo. Well, <laughs> interesting. So, so what? So my one thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking about placebo is like. Uh, you know, next week we're going to be talking about dreams. I don't want to get too into it. But <laughs> Inception, right? You guys have seen the movie Inception. Yeah, like eight sure. times. Wait, so, that's our I freaking do. bonus F topic. Yes, we, yeah, we got to talk so, about that. Yeah, so um, for all you Patreon people who are at the $1 level or higher, you'll get to build, So basically anyone on Patreon will <laughs> oh, yeah, get to look forward now. to that episode. Um, and if you're not on Patreon, uh, just give us a buck and oh. you can totally hear that uh, Inception episode. But yeah, so you were saying, Bobby, about dreams. Yeah, so so one thing I was thinking about when talking about the placebo effect is in the movie Inception, if you die in the dream world, um, you know, you just you just wake up. But if you go too deep and then you die, you die forever, right? <laughs> Am I remembering it right? <laughs> yeah i guess it's it's so weird basically what i'm trying to say is if you die in the game i need you to rewatch it yeah i need to rewatch that movie I haven't I, seen it in a something while, that but. i didn't realize well i'm sure we'll talk about this in the bonus episode but something i didn't realize is that they're inceptioning right from the start like that's their specialty mm-hmm. and that the, i always thought that the dream and a dream and a dream and a dream was a meme i didn't realize that they literally go like five dreams deep yeah they go really deep into the dreams but basically, yeah. my, my point was that, like, yeah, if, yeah. if you can convince <laughs> yourself enough that you have died, are you basically, like, is do, there any do actual you, do threat? You, do you die? Right. Like, if you, <laughs> you know? Um, well, you always hear about the will to live, you know? Mm-hmm. Is there the like, will to die? <laughs> <laughs> Can you will yourself to die? That is a question. Will to die? I wasn't is that the next expecting. James Bond movie? I don't know. I don't will think to you die, can. I don't sick. think you can will yourself to die. I'm pretty sure that if you tried I, to hold your breath, you couldn't. I think you can't. You can't. I think the base instinct as a as a as an organism on this planet is mm-hmm. to not die. So I think in order to will yourself, I think it's impossible. You would have to be willing every single cell in your body against mm-hmm. what it's designed to do. Mm. Oh my god, I just looked up Can you will yourself to die? And the first <laughs> thing that pops up is Help is available Speak to a counselor today Oh my god And then god. it's the suicide prevention but line But honestly But honestly Oh my god <laughs> Wow Yeah I'm gonna say no I'm gonna say so no So I don't have my answer Come on, Google No, the answer is no, Bobby I just gave you the best argument ever As to why it's not it, Yeah, not from like a Not from like a like biological sense I do not believe so No, you there's know. no way Um no it's called can you, can you placebo yourself to death? <laughs> That's the topic of our of our of our um hit of our I don't know like a YouTube spinoff or something. Yeah, so here's here's something I want to dive into. Um, yeah, it's you. Are there any things that you guys do that sort of be be considered a placebo effect? I know we sort of talked about this earlier with like the uh, the uh, gushwa or whatever you mm. called it there, Bobby. Your thing, and then. <laughs> chiropractor here's something that i do that i know probably doesn't do anything and yet i do it anyway yep whenever i get sick i always make sure i take like a multivitamin every day Mm. like i don't always remember to take one but whenever i'm sick i'm like i need to overload of vitamins and minerals to help me feel better 
Mm. And it usually does a little bit, I, but I don't know if it's actually doing anything or if it's because, you know, if your body like can only take in so much of certain vitamins and minerals and whatever excess, you just pee it back out. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I mean, is it actually doing anything or am I just like tricking myself into thinking I'm like hyper, like nutritioning my body? Hyper-nutrition. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's yeah. something I do that I in my head I I'm like I don't know if this is actually doing anything, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean like it's it's kind of something that I've been uh dealing with in my life for uh I don't know, 10 plus years now. My mom like she she got into this thing called Juice Plus and basically they mm. they manufacture these essentially multivitamins that that are basically the uh nutrients from all fruits and vegetables in different capsules. And there's a lot of like, you know, studies that go with it. I've never looked into them myself um, <laughs> that say that they're, they're really good for your immune system and, and all this stuff. And I've been taking them for like 12 years now. And I haven't had any, like, I haven't really been sick in like 12 years. I haven't really gotten sick other than like a mm. cold or, you know, occasionally a headache since before that time period. And so part of me wonders like how much of it is placebo and like how much of it is real. Um, Cause when I was, before I started taking them, I used to get sick like every single year I'd have like a fever and I'd throw up and I started taking them like when I was like 10 years old, 12 years old and haven't mm -hmm. been sick since. So I definitely, and you know, when I do feel like I'm getting a cold or allergies or something, I start taking more of them and I like fight it off faster. So also, with this current virus that's going around, like, you know, I'm I'm vegetarian and I heard that you need a lot of zinc to be able to fight off this virus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vegetarians don't get as much zinc because you can get zinc from meat and stuff. And so I bought these like little zinc tablets and I've just been like mm -hmm. having one every day. And I don't know, it makes me feel better, I guess. <laughs> right. I don't know. Oh, funny. It's weird. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, I know for me, like, I, I you know me, Bobby, I get sick all the time. Mm. Like, I usually get sick a couple times a year, mm -hmm. like, get, like, really bad sinus infections and stuff. And I don't know if it's just because the the circumstances of us all being forced to stay home yeah. all the time. And now I'm sleeping more because I don't have to get up, like, and account for an hour plus commute every day. Mm. Because normally around, like, good. this time of year is, like, exactly when I get sick. As soon as the pollen kicks in yeah. and all that. But now that I'm sleeping way more, I I feel great. So like I don't know. Mm. Maybe the my maybe my whole problem all my life was just I was never sleeping enough. And wow. I was always like, why do I just get sick all the time? I guess I just have bad allergies. And it's like maybe I'm just not taking care of myself. That's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> or or maybe it's just because like um I've convinced myself that that's the reason why I would get sick all the time was because I never slept enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it could I mean, be obviously sleep has like a obviously sleep has like an actual like tangible benefit for your health yeah but like yeah is that all it is or am i just like convinced that like that's that's what my problem was you know yeah. like i don't know well arnold schwarzenegger only sleeps <laughs> six hours a night for his whole life so i don't know <laughs> he's gonna divide up six hours his whole life he, he, he <laughs> sleeps oh yeah i <laughs> know <laughs> no, yeah i mean there's people uh, who um a second a day, just one hard <laughs> blink. <laughs> no, 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 no. There are I forget what it's uh, called. Yeah. It's called like oh, it's called like micro sleeping or something. 
or where where you I think you're thinking of microdosing. <laughs> yeah, microdosing. Um no no no, it's where where you sleep for only certain periods for very short periods multiple times during the day. That sounds so um, stressful. So you so, so like the fir- there's like you like tick yourself down. So the first thing is you sleep for like you sleep for three hours, then you're up for two hours, then you sleep for four hours. Um, uh, and, I've heard of this, yeah. And ultimately, you cut it down to like five half hour naps in the during the day, mm. like intermit, like that's all you sleep. And um, they were talking about how some sleep scientists were saying, like they were greatly, greatly disagreed about this. Some were saying, like, oh yeah, sleep is like a battery. So as long as you as long as you don't run out, you're fine. You just keep charging it and charging it up. Um, but then other sleep scientists were like, sleep is like baking a loaf of bread. So you need to put it in the oven and leave it there until it's done. You can't keep taking it out every 20 minutes. Ah. And I was like, whoa, that's like the best analogy I've ever heard. Um, my sleep schedule is definitely like a loaf of bread. My, sure. I'm not, I'm freaking nocturnal at this point. <laughs> it's like six in the morning for Everyone's me right now. Everyone's sleep schedule has been messed up. From it's crazy, thing. crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's funny you brought that up because I've heard of that before. Supposedly, that's kind of like how, like our ancestors, like way way back, like speaking of Neanderthals in that era, like that's how they used to sleep or in more like bursts, like an animal would, you know? Yeah. Where like you know, like your dog might take like these like naps throughout the day, but like they don't just like go to bed and just sleep for like eight hours straight and then yeah. get up and they're just mm-hmm. up all day, you know? Like they like take periodic naps throughout the day, so. Hmm. Whether or not that is better or whatever, I I couldn't yeah, tell you. Yeah, but they're also you know, they're, scientists. They're animals, yep. man. They're different. Yeah, I never think got, about. They ain't got complex brains like us. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because like I mean I never think about this too much, but every time my dog sleeps on my couch, and every time yep. I go out to the to the living room at, at like midnight or you know he's sacked out. Every time I walk <laughs> out there and he hears me, he'll look up and like look at me. So is he? I'm like, when are you sleeping? Like, are you just mm-hmm. always like awake? But he he naps during the day and different time time periods, so it's like small. My bursts. dogs, my dogs sleep at night. Um, recently, I don't think I've even told you boys this. Um, I got six chickens. <gasps> six chickens are residing. What is in my with house. everyone getting chickens? Recently? Yeah, our friend yeah. Kathy just got chickens. Oh, yes! Yeah, shout out to Kathy. She listens to the pod. Yes, Kathy, we love you. Yeah, she got chickens too. Yeah, so we should well, shout out. World. Should we shout out? Well, to it's, Instagram? it's because it's. I think it's because no, she's okay. getting enough shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think it's because like chicken delivery is like around this time of year. Um, gotcha. so we got six little baby chickens, little baby chicks. They're the cutest little <laughs> things. Um, we're gonna name all of them after Harry Potter characters. So they're all usual. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Every Harry Potter. Stop Harry, Potter. Harry Potter. No, here's the thing: is I think I think Kathy named her chickens after <gasps> Harry, Harry Potter? Potter characters too. No, no, she did not. Yes, she did. Yes. What? Yes, what? she absolutely did. No way. Yes, I'm That's looking, awesome. I'm That's looking awesome. at the pictures right now. We got we got Minerva. We got Hermione. We got Hedwig. <laughs> Yeah, Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Oh, Hedwig. Crazy. Oh my God, we have. I'm one of ours is we have Luna, we have Hermione, we have Minerva. What? Um, this is a weird coincidence. We have. Yeah, yeah, that's so weird. But <laughs> um, 
I went upstairs and they were they were like all they were all snuggled up. One of them was laying on the ground with his face just in like the sawdust. Um, oh, and I no. was like, oh, well, it hurt because they're all girls. And I was like, oh, my God, is it dead? And I poked it and it's picked his little head up. And then one morning I wake up and I go down to check on the chickens. And there's two, there's two freaking ducklings in there. What? Because my dad just got two. Because well, I had made a oh. joke being like, I want a little baby duckling because ducks are super cute. Yeah, they're I think adorable. I told you guys about this, that I want a little duck egg. And so I, and there's two baby ducklings. So the ducklings oh are, are, the ducklings are Dobby and Dudley. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Both D names. I love it. Yeah. And so, d- but it, dude, <sighs> d- these ducklings are like twice the size of our chicks. It's crazy. They're mm-hmm. huge compared to the chicks, but they're still like the little fluffy yellow guys. They're awesome. <gasps> I'm yeah. so jealous. Everyone I know is getting bees. They're getting ducks. They're getting chickens. I want all those things. My dad was disappointed that you didn't come pick up the bee stuff. I'm disappointed that I didn't come, come pick up the bee stuff. When am I supposed to pick it up? It's too late now. It's bee no! season, baby. <laughs> oh, what are we even talking about? Is this the end of the podcast? Yeah, I don't know how we got here, but like, um, yeah, I just thought that was a crazy coincidence that you guys were <laughs> is a crazy both named your chickens the same thing. Yeah, that's weird. I'm just like, this. you got like a regular like dodo video going on at your house now, Jack. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I'll send you guys a, a, a video of them after this podcast. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, definitely. On the, on the yeah, this is you know we're living in the Matrix. Everyone's hey, donut us a hundred dollars if you want me to leak Bobby's Snapchat. Do it, <laughs> do it, leak it. Yes. <sighs> All right. Well, wow. or just give us a million dollars so you can replace, replace one of us on the That'd pod. be sick. That'd be so <laughs> funny. That would legitimately be the funniest thing. Oh my um, god! Listen, boys and girls. I don't know why I said boys because I, I was like talking well, to you guys. Because we're here. We're the boys. You're the boys. Peace out. People at home listening. You know, your support means a lot to us because, you know, we work really hard to, to get these episodes out and, mm-hmm. you know, we work really hard to do this research and it may not seem like it, but we do a lot of research. <laughs> we're doing this in our personal time and, uh, you know, it's, it's real hard. And so your support means a lot to us. Thank you to our patrons and thank you yes, to all our future so patrons. Yeah, and oh. also, again, I want to do a little plug here for anyone who hasn't done it yet who listens on Apple Podcasts. Go there and give a five-star review. I noticed a couple of people did it, so thank you so much for you, for those of you who have. Yes. But I, de- I know there's a lot of you who haven't yet, so all you have to do is just go on there, find our podcast, scroll down, just click the little five-star. That gets us into the algorithm, which means more people hear the podcast, which means we get to grow our audience and all that fun stuff so make sure you do that tell your friends if your friend mm-hmm. if you ever have a friend i've had so many friends who have said to me i'm bored in quarantine send them the pod link yes do it spread it like the we, we have so many episodes for them Please to do. check out now yes yeah. say and there's all years worth the- of content yeah yeah and make sure you follow that social media bobby has made making these dope ass Little cartoons of our oh, thank you, ridiculous conversations yes. we have on here. I've been meaning and to make so one, awesome. but I'm lazy. So hey, you, the only way you can see them is if you go to our Instagram, and that's at Brain Boggled on Instagram. So make sure you go follow that. Yeah, we're gonna be doing sure. weekly highlights of uh, you know some little highlight highlight reels of our our best moments in bog history. So yes. <laughs> the best yeah, moments of bog history. That's so sick. Yeah, I love it. Yes, I love it. And then um, email us some topics at brainbogglepodcast at gmail because um, we've definitely been using that a lot recently to get um, ideas. I'm yes. going to do my next one from another viewer suggestion. I should have um, said this I'll... at the beginning, but I need to give a big shout out. Thank you to my friend Leah. You guys know her. Yeah, the Leah. memes are. 
as my friend Leah and the memes, <laughs> the memes are. are. Um, <laughs> big shout out. She helped me do a lot of the research and oh, tell awesome. me a lot of information oh, that awesome. she knows yeah. about placebo. Um, so I should said at the beginning. But thanks, Leah. Cool. Yes, thank you, Leah, for that and all of the dank memes. Yes. Actually, I, I feel like we haven't seen any Leah memes in a while. Get, get the, <laughs> she, your she, um, yes. she deleted <laughs> her Instagram. She's trying to... She's trying to uh, step away social from media social cleanse. media. Yeah, fair enough. I respect Social media it, distancing. <laughs> there you go. Nice. That's something, Bobby. That's something, right? It's something. That is something. Yeah. Social media uh, distancing. Not nothing. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, all right, guys. Yeah, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.